You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. Well, that's usually what he is. He's, he's remarkably, remarkably helpful. So, welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Boker Broadcast. What are you talking about? Good news, talking we about got Season 2. Why is it Season 2? What because I'm tired of what keeping track of it. Season 1? What was the finale? You know what? We've got... The finale was the August broadcast where we had the, the one anniversary, the one-year anniversary broadcast. That was our so, anniversary. So I don't think we said anything that this is going to be the season finale. We and we've been greenlit for season three already. Did so we, <laughs> Did we close out any story no, arcs? We have some serious pull at the stage. Yes, we did close out story arcs. Everyone had goals except when we started this thing, and we closed out all those goals. And we ended. There was a gun pointing at uh, one of us. So... <laughs> A metaphorical one, perhaps. But either way, it was a real cliffhanger. And here we are, season two, episode one. I'm your host, Seth Cohen. Well, what were the highlights of last episode? You mean other than the Doug Hamilton phone call? Right, that was a highlight. What was that about? I'm sorry, weren't you there? Yeah, I'm just curious if you remember. Of course I remember. I made the phone call. Okay, and what did he say? He wanted to compliment many podcasts on the great job they were doing, just Mm -hmm. not ours. Mm -hmm. What did he call this podcast? Oh, you're fishing. You're fishing now, and I'm not. I'm not. Big, big you're already there, pal. No, yeah, no, you're already there. No, you can bite me. So <laughs> the hook is in your mouth. I'm Seth Cohen, <laughs> and with me, as always, is Stephen Rabideau and RDC. But we have a special guest here for season two, episode one, because now in season two we're having more guest spots, and with us is Stephen King. All right, Stephen the King, King. Well, Stephen the King of Coins, King. That is correct. We are going to talk about a lot of things tonight. We're going to talk about some of the upcoming events. We're going to review Nova. Thank you, Mr. King. We're going to talk about the uh, Brine Bloods as a faction. And uh, and then that should be a cast. Does that sound good to everybody? Yeah. All right. Arthur, do you have a top five for us today? We're going to throw that in there? I do. Excellent. So we'll throw that in there as well. All right. So on the horizon, if you are in this area, the Susquehanna Scuffle. Did we figure out a date for that yet? I really hate the name. The hate seventh. the name. Okay. Noted. Should Note the town the change the name. Susquehanna. Nobody's even heard of that. that. Sounds like something in Idaho. Did you buy a ticket? It's no. a river. Then you shut up. You buy a ticket, you can complain about the name all you want. Until then, it's at the Battle up. Bunker. It is at the Battle Bunker. So why don't you just say it's at the Battle Bunker? Well, why don't you a run an event? You can name it whatever the hell We're you want. We're not going to name it after a nearby you, river. You know what? You can run an I'm event. I'm going to go to the Liberty Bell tournament. I'm going to go to the Rocky Balboa event. Okay. Good. I'm going to go to the Independence Hall. event together. Good. That yep. sounds great. Okay. That Good. sounds great. You can name it whatever you want. Try I'm going to go to the Reading Terminal Market Affair. That I, sounds fantastic. I do think we should start naming all our tournaments after famous New Jerseyans, actually, in, similar to all the rest stops. You, you know what's actually interesting? I was going to say, what do we do by tournament four? By tournament uh, four. I actually watch oh, a yeah. shit ton of History Channel. You'd be amazed at how many famous, important people have come from New Jersey. It's a lot. It's actually yeah. a lot. It's because we're a very old state. It is. And most of them come out of Princeton. Yeah. Mm. yeah Hence why they put that school there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good place for Yeah, the they school. were like, hey, all these people are coming from this town. Let's put a university there. Yeah. They, and, and people traveled from, traveled from Philadelphia to get there, which is where they're having the Susquehanna scuffle mm-hmm. at the Battle Bunker in Philadelphia. So it's a is big person team like the event. Ben Franklin Bridge? What's that? Is that underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge? It's pretty darn close. Uh, so it's like the like one exit away. You get off at the stadium, and, and, and it's right there. Mm. But uh, it's a three-person team event. And, and it's uh, being held at the Yingling Brewery. It's near it, right? Isn't it near it? I don't. It's the oldest brewery in America, and it's stationed right there in oh. Harrisburg. In Harrisburg? Wait, Harrisburg. Like, that'd be three hours away. <laughs> yeah. Sounds close. Hang on. All right. So if no, anyone's sorry, going to Susquehanna it's, it's Bethlehem. It's Bethlehem. I don't want to get yelled at. Okay. Oh, you don't oh, want to get yelled oh, at? No. <laughs> Change of pace for it's you. Bethlehem. No one listen to Arthur. Go to the Battle Bunker, Susquehanna Scuffle. October 7th. October 7th. Stupid ass name, stupid river. Steve <laughs> and I will both be there. 
Mm-hmm. Is that the river? The is that the river that Bethlehem Steel used to use to bring the, the the products to and from the factory? You know what I've decided about this topic? It's over. I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so we're we're uh, the three Steves are looking for a third Steve right now. So, so if your if name is Steve, Steve, reach out. You have a really good chance of getting on the team regardless of ability. Right, right. That's not the most important factor. <laughs> Steve is the most important factor. Now we will we will because right now the name of the team is the SS. And that's like, they're just not very good. We have got to get out of that. Yeah. We got to get out of that. Yeah. We're, 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 we're trying to revive the three Steve burrito for Captain Gun. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, why didn't Steve Lopez want to do it? That's the third Steve from our game club. I understand he's busy on weekends. It's busy. It's busy, yeah. man. Good guy. Good, life. good guy. Crafting leather. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, moving on. Uh, we also have a new meta event. And that is in South Jersey, right? That is mm-hmm. the top top deck games. Yep, in Cherry Hill. In Cherry Hill. Well, it's right outside of Cherry Hill. I thought. It doesn't matter. It's not Cherry Hill. Top deck games. I don't think it's Cherry Hill, but it's not important. What's the date of that one? The 16th Six, of September. 16th of September. That would be next weekend. I'll get this out mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple of days. So if you're listening to it this week, you say, hey, what do I got to do next weekend? You got to go help out that new meta. And uh, a lot of the NJSOBs will be there. Hope to see everybody there also. Top Deck Games. And, of course, we're coming upon... It's also a 75-point event. 75-point event. Yeah, good call. Good call. Store is also known as Card Titan. Okay. Because that's their website for Magic Cards. Oh, all right. There you go. go. All right. Uh, So I think that's it for stuff coming on the horizon. Um, We've got the WTC coming up at the end of October. We've got... um, uh, and if you can't make the WTC and you want to go play War Machine that weekend, you can go to Portal. All right, so one of the things I want to do, we have the Brine Bloods. We've got Brine Bloods playing here in our game club. Uh, so, Steve Rabideau. Yes. You've been playing a lot of games with them. Yes. Tell us how do the Brine Bloods play? What are you loving about them? What are you find limiting? What do you wish uh, comes out next? H- hit us with it all. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so I, I picked up Brian Bloods. I was originally deciding between Dusk and Brian Bloods because they came out at the same time. Uh, I have a history with Rhett, so I was thinking Dusk, but then I fell in love with the shark. <laughs> so there's, you know, everybody's seen it. The Deepborn Dire Troll swings a shark around and he hits people and the shark is consumed. So I love that. Are you required um, to sing Baby Shark while that happens? I'm not familiar. Excellent. Keep going. Unfortunately, the radio does not pick up the scowl on my face. It's true. Yeah. No, for audio, Arthur is giving me a death glare. It's the dumbest friggin' thing of all time. Um, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, how, how would a thing... It doesn't even have bones, right? It's like, cartilage, sharks right? are filled with cartilage. They don't have bones. And so if, if, I was, 17, if I was strong enough to pick up a shark and swing a shark, I would hit a telephone pole, and then we'd watch the shark like stuff breaking apart already. But somehow... Yeah. This thing is going to take down an M1 Abrams. It's amazing. So the quasi-magical giant troll mm-hmm. is fine. That's fine. Yes. But troll swinging, has bones. But swinging a and shark. Muscles. Swinging a shark is where you draw the line. Well, into a robot. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the problem. Shark into a robot. <laughs> because it's not a quasi-mythical giant killer shark. It's a stupid hammerhead shark from like the Pacific Ocean or Atlantic or Indian Ocean or whatever. And then they managed to beat the hell out of steel constructed welded riveted things with a shark. Which I did in my game today. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, so um, Brian Bloods is interesting. Um, something like Hungerford would have made. <laughs> I, I enjoy they are I, I got into them specifically because uh, one, they're a hordes faction, or you know, warlock led faction. So using Fury, so I, I wanted to go with that because I play Yeah, no, whatever. Um, so because I, I play um, the the other list that I play is Storm Division uh, Storm Legion. So, you know, I wanted to diversify. And they just like they beat the crap out of things. That's that's the main thing, is like they have a lot of cool guns. On the heavies in particular, and the lights. Like, they got a lot of cool guns. You have a gun mage warcaster. Uh, but the guns are not really the focus, because they're largely low range. And, like, they have a lot of cool effects. High power, but low range. So you can't really build a gun line. So, okay. like, what you end up having to do is, like, if you take Firequill, who does plus two to hit and damage for his battle group's ranged attacks, um, you play the melee, you play the heavies with... They're going to use their guns, but the plan is not to shoot the enemy off the table. It's to pick up extra models using those guns as the heavy gets in there and just beats everything to death. 
right? So, for example, in the game today, um, I played against your son. Uh, so the heavy charges in. He's got two-inch reach with the shark. So he gets to, you know, he makes sure he gets to something. He kills the one dude, and then that clears out the melee, his, his out of him out of melee range, so he can now right. throw however he wants. He does his bellow attack, you know, his bellow ranged attack, kills a model, uh, and with uh, with his animus, he moves two inches. Right, he's got yeah. swift on him, and then uh, he gets to throw the crab net, and he kills another couple models, right. and then he moves another two inches, and now he's in melee with a heavy. And then he whacks him with the crab net melee attack. So those are all initials, four initial attacks. Right. And I've moved an extra four inches. And then I beat him mostly to death with the... Then I start buying attacks, right? So, like, right. the flexibility that you can get out of these models well, is nothing incredible. but Fox News. Fair and balanced. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember, like, people were screaming about how it was crab nets, crab nets, crab nets, going to ruin the game, going to ruin the game. And it's just like everything else, right? It's, uh, it's, if they, if as originally published, they would have absolutely ruined the game. Right. <laughs> because Quake before did not require a direct hit. Right. But my point is, yeah. it all gets changed, it all gets shaken out. I, I, right, yeah. It's the initial panic that I'm criticizing. Yeah, yeah. of course. So they're, they're very interesting, they're very fun to play. Um, they, have, they have an incredible spell rack, which is like part of mm. the attraction there, because coming from Storm, uh, Storm Legion, Storm Legion's spell rack is like, you got Arcane Shield, you got Snipe, those are great. And then everything else is kind of whatever, right? So, um, but with you have, a, you have an excellent spell rack. Like you have um, Open Fire on the spell rack. You've got Rough Seas, which is great. You have Fortify. You have uh, Fury Strength. Like, you have a ton of Fortune. good spells. Fortune, Black Spot. Like, you got a ton of good spells. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if you take Black Spot, which I did with Firequill, all those ranged attacks that I made, you can make more of them. You know? <laughs> like, it gets, it gets wild. So what do you think... I know this is going to sound like an odd question. I don't even know if you're going to have an answer for me. Mm -hmm. What do you think the big adjustment is for other players playing? Like, the first couple times I played Brian Bloods, I'm like, holy crap, I wasn't expecting this, that. Mm -hmm. What do you see as the big adjustment to uh, the Brian Bloods? Well, I think step one, uh, if we play in a tournament, just concede. <laughs> I, think, I think that's where you should start. Just concede. Um, and then I'll win a bunch of tournaments, and then over time, though, my skills will atrophy, and then you can beat you really you think people are going to play the long game on you? That's right? what I. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay, let's pretend they're going to play the short game. Wait for think? the next faction to come out, which will be better than that faction. Ah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, um, that could be a okay. Thing. So, so like Brian could Bloods. Brian Bloods. The thing is, uh, sort of as I've been describing. I mean, I haven't really mentioned the troops, right? Because the troops are kind of whatever. Like they're twelve, thirteen with five boxes. So, and the only way I have of increasing their defense is a feat, and. Rough Seas, which is like good against ranged attacks specifically, and that's it. I know how to beat this army. What's, what's they, that? They want to be pirates. I'll come in with real pirates, mm. and we'll show them how it's done. That would require you mm. to show up at the store with an army in play. Yeah, well, I already already has step one down. Yeah, I have step one. <laughs> he does not play. I have my, six, I have my six units of uh, privateer models. Right, and, and then I mean, that like, would be a I lot. have more dudes than you do. It'd be a lot to swap, and for sure. yeah, and your hammerhead shark can only eat a that, couple. That's the thing you got to watch out for, though. It's the troops. The volume of attacks the Brian Bloods put out is crazy. Mm -hmm. We relax by every trooper model has two base attacks, yeah. and they free themselves up with that, you know, one of those attacks, and then they can start shooting out of you know combat if they trigger the black spot. Like they they can put down a lot of a lot of average level attacks. It, right. So that that's the key thing is that. Those troopers are just, like, average dudes. Now, in melee, they can get pretty good. I mean, we've seen... So, I mentioned Fury Strength, which is plus two to melee damage rolls. Um, in the spoiled stuff, the stuff that was leaked, um, the solo... Come, one of the solos coming out in the expansion box has Stir the Blood, which is another plus two damage on your first melee attack. So, like, they could get up there and do a lot of damage in melee, but they're just kind of weenies otherwise, right? So, like, you're not doing a ton Strong of damage... Words. Yeah, like you're if if you're not getting into melee, you're not doing a ton of damage. Like they're rat five, pow twelve, right? Gotcha. Like it's kind of yeah. it's unimpressive. The so main you, thing is those heavies. Are you saying they're then so that it might be viable to just run nothing but heavies on the caster? I mean, you can't fill out the points, but if I could, I would. Why can't you fill? Because you points? only take four. Heavies I mean, like seventy five. I don't think I can. You only, oh, there's only one heavy. Yeah. yeah, there's only the one heavy. Um, I assume there'll be a character at some point, but so if you're able to control the heavies, if you're able to. Delete the heavies, you know, like the, the infantry is a little chaffy, and they're like they don't they don't quite get there. It's the heavies that come in and start swinging their you know pound nineteen anchors, and then they get rage, and it's just 
you know, it, it becomes a mess. So if you yeah. can if you yeah. can deal with those, then that like that's the game plan. Deal gotcha. with the heavies. If you can't deal with the heavies, you're gonna you're gonna run into trouble. All right. So. And I like how you've gone with the the, the bright showy colors. The car- I don't want to call them cartoony, but um, a little cartoony. He's swinging a shark around. So. Yeah, yeah. But but what I mean is, uh, you didn't. You guy with like, the diving I, bell helmet. I, I yeah. like the red. I thought the red was good. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're not painting them in, in uh, to look to intentionally look like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are they are very bright. And they're all like you know what I think of uh, like the, the the old the old. The old uh, Captain Blood movies and things like that, they look like those types of pirates, mm. and, and I appreciate that. They're not bright, though. Anyway. You say bright, you, you paint the false picture on people's head. Okay. His models are not bright. Got it. I, I have they, trouble painting They might painting be colorful, bright. maybe even a little They're very crisp. colorful. Maybe crisp. And that's, that's crisp. part of it. That's another reason that I wanted to play them specifically is because they lend themselves to, like, variety and color mm. versus... Mm-hmm. Most of their armies, which are like an organized force, where it's like these are armored troops, right. which you could paint in a bright color, and I've seen you know examples of that that look great. But for me, you know, I, they, I tend to paint them. Like or are they dark. crisp? Very, very crisp. And they yeah. tend to have uniforms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically, this unit's going to look a lot like this unit, with the exception yeah. of the weapons. Whereas the pirates, who are all dressed differently, could be all oh, yeah. rags of any mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. If you don't already know, I want to throw that out there. Not one model, except for the multiple copies of the heavies and the lights that I have. Not one model is the same. There are really? no duplicates. Wow. So, I did not know that. Yeah, every model is different. That's you get cool. two units of the Marauders, they're all different. How unique. Yeah. What a unique army. It's Can very I say fun. unique? Is that all right, Arthur? I think you said it enough times. Sure. Okay. Just <laughs> well, making it, sure. It helps. Because apparently here in Season 2, we're also doing exploration of adjectives. It, it helps the yeah. individuality. Uh, you just have a dictionary on the table. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or at least at the source. Which makes perfect sense, because pirates would be a very regimented or organized force. So right. every person should be different. That's the other thing that I love about the idea of, like, he's got, he's got a shark that he hits people with. They have a crab net. Gotta They've really got the a squid. Why do you right? have to lead off with the shark comment? None of those things really make sense as a weapon. Like, why would you have a net full of crabs? At the very least, like, fill it with rocks. Am I right? Like, it doesn't make sense. They they hit like they're full of rocks. They hit like they're full of rocks. Oh, my goodness. But I do think that the the story must always be, they just grab whatever's around. Like, the the dire troll is, like, swimming through the water, getting to the shore, and there's a shark. And so he just grabs the shark and he, like, brings it to the shore. You know, or it's just, oh, here's a squid. I'm going to take that with me. You know, it doesn't... I don't think there's a standard issue squid. Is what standard issue squid. They don't have a tank in the bottom of the ship. But it's like this is where we keep the squids. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for that review. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Nova. The Nova Open has just happened. It is a convention that happens in Northern Virginia, uh, or do they say DC? They like right? to say DC, but they lie. No, it's in DC. No, it isn't. Yeah. No, it's right by DuPont no, Circle. It's... Were you there? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you lying? Now what? Yeah. I've been there. You, you, they were you the there hotel. this past week? They moved the hotel. They moved the hotel. It's not, it's not the same spot anymore. If you drive over that little river, you're in Virginia. Yeah, anyway. but they weren't this time. They were in D.C., so drink your shut-up juice. No. All right. Mr. King, please continue. All right. Um, so, yeah, so they're, they were moved to a new hotel, which is right in the middle. It's right in the middle of D.C. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, so they don't care at all about your safety or well-being. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's what well, happens. Put it in fucking DC. Well, DC's what, what, like what happens to you after you leave the hotel is not their business. Right. <laughs> yeah. They only want you to get there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, you know, and it's funny because I keep saying I'll go to Nova when I retire, but like, you'll be dead. truthfully, it's thank you, no thank you very much. Uh, th- that's really the the reality, right? Because they always hold it right around Labor Day, mm-hmm. and it's always school has just started or about to start, and this mm-hmm. year, what do we have to do? We had to, you know, go go through asbestos uh, abatement. Mm. So there's always something. I'm mm. just not going to make this thing for another ten years. Um, but this year, yes. it was run by um, the Delaware Meta. the Delaware uh, Delaware Group, uh, and they are doing a fantastic job. They're knocking out of the park. I saw all the pictures all weekend long. I wished I was there, which is always, I guess, yeah. a great great. They put everything up on Tried and True on their Facebook. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Tried and True podcast, you absolutely need to. They do great work. Uh, my son, who is a new player to the game, told me, hey, Dad, I was checking things out on, on YouTube, and I found this, this great podcast, Tried and True. There, uh, there's all this great stuff about Orgoth, and I look at these battle reports, and I was like, you saying they're better than us? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> then I punished him, you know, because that was the appropriate <laughs> they thing to do. They don't have me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we don't do battle reports, so it's not really like we're competing. It's not like, you know, there was a lighthouse that lit up with a Boker Brawl symbol on it. 
You know. Where is my lighthouse, by the way? Uh, well, I want a lighthouse. <laughs> David Lee took it. Mm-hmm. Well, and one he, of them. He just absconded. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is at, was at Nova with its light shining with yep, the Boker Brawl shield right on there. Um, but the only one who attended was Mr. King. So please tell us all about uh, Nova this year. All right. Uh, well, this year uh, I had a lot of fun at Nova. It was a very well run event. I can't uh, say enough about how you know the events went off relatively on time for convention events, which is very difficult. You know, anytime you go to a convention, you expect everything to start late. Yep. It's gonna happen. Um, but they minimized it. They ran events cleanly. Uh, they used long shanks for the pairings and the uh, every round, so they would just be posted up to the site, which is very helpful. Um, you can record your games on the app as well. Or the, it's a web page actually, but you can record your games right on there as well, so you don't have to uh, submit cheats and do things like that. Um, Can I pause you there one second? Sure. You think the Boker Brawl should be using long shanks? Uh, if you're comfortable with it? Yeah, I, I've never loved it. I, I, it. You know, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's great that people could could watch and follow, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I never, like, I always kind of felt like, hey, you want to know what's going on with the Brawl? Well, show up. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know? well, that and, you know, you have to worry about, you know, your internet availability as well. Yeah, it's always a challenge at the VFW. That is true. I mean, honestly, there like, three days we're there, and, like, one day it's fantastic internet, and the next day it's not, and the next third day it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's something we have to consider. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to stop your role there. Please keep going. No, that's fine. Uh, I didn't have a role really to go on. I know, I want you to, to kind of direct the conversation the way you want. Um, uh, well, so you, what are the what events did you play in over the course of the weekend? Okay, that's good. So uh, the first, uh, the what is it? I played on the two v two team tournament, uh, where you show up and you get uh, with fifty points and you randomly get paired with another player. They're your teammate for the day. Uh, they are friendly to you, but not friendly faction unless they happen to be the same faction. Uh, <laughs> and then you play two people on their side doing the same thing. Well, that sounds like a... And a, who's, a, your, who's, who's your... Who's your partner? Yeah. So I got paired with the Ice King. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, he was He's playing doing, Orgoth. Yeah. He was playing Orgoth, yeah. Sweet. Uh, so uh, I was playing uh, Mercenary, so I was playing Dark Operations, and uh, Thexus was my caster for that. Well, that must have been a pretty terrifying pair, Orgoth and, 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 uh, and Thexus. You would think, right? Yeah. Uh, and how did it work out? Uh, we found a more terrifying pair to play against in round one. <laughs> uh, we, who, who terrified you more? Uh, double Orgoth. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. It was pretty. You got out Orgoth. Yeah, by was, the Orgoth. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, uh, it was. Uh, they were playing Kishtar and Harusk. Uh, so basically, uh-huh. every time Kishtar had a subpar role, he would look at his, uh, his partner and be like. You know, give him the look, and then, and then his opponent would remove a focus from Harus so he could re-roll that attack. Right, and it turns out when a Kishtar can't miss or roll poorly on damage, uh, everything dies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right. So Makes uh, sense. on uh, on top of two, uh, Harus our Harus was assassinated. Oh. Uh, I could not get Kishtar uh, with Magnus uh, with oh. Invictus in response. Uh, although I tried very hard. Yeah. Um, but we eventually just ran out of models. Gotcha. And then, so how does that work uh, with uh, Horusk assassinated? So like what happens? Like the, the he special, just goes away, right? So the special, he goes away, but the special rules of the uh, tournament, uh, which we did not know in the first round, uh, <laughs> uh, but we should have known, uh, was that your warjacks become inert. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not inert. They become autonomous. Sorry. Oh, okay. So okay. they're they're still playable models, and there's enough power up things that you know, like you can still functionally be in the game. Okay. Or, yeah. So it like keeps the person playing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah they're not. Because you don't want. They're half, not down to yeah. their solos. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's um, okay. That's cool. It was a it was a fun little event. Um, Ice King's another one of the guys that's really knocking it out of the park mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. He was he, he was streaming from uh, from Nova all yep. weekend. I watched very the streams. Cool. Very cool. Um, all right. That sounds like so. You lost your first round. What happened in subsequent rounds? Uh, Gotta be honest, I don't really have a great memory of that day. Don't worry. I about didn't write that one down because it, okay. it was it was a funzy well, event. it's a funzy event. I know right? we got yeah. to buy one round two, and so like uh, we played two games that day. It was, yeah. it was fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So then you made it into the King of Coins Invitational. Right. right. Uh, that wasn't until Saturday. Though, so, oh, sorry. So sorry, on sorry. Friday I played in the qualifier for the uh, Iron Gauntlet. Okay. Qualifier. Um, How'd you do it there? I won that. You won that. Yeah. Won that right nice. out. That's outstanding. And who did you beat to uh, to, to to win that event? Uh, so I played uh, the Ice King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my, my former teammate. Yes. Uh, yes. I turned on him. You uh, were friendly. Yeah. He, but uh, yeah. He was playing uh, Orgoth. I uh, I played Siphon into him. Excellent. Um, 
I kind of got a, a jump on him. He uh, did not anticipate how nasty my threats were going to be with the drag guns, mm -hmm. and I was able to eliminate his entire battle group before he feeded. Mm -hmm. uh, so my feeded army was sitting in a space, and that was pretty much the end of that game. Gotcha. Um, I played Crucible Guard on Gearheart, uh, dropped Thexus into that, mm -hmm. um, and that was a scenario when I was... Um, and then the last round I played uh, Jake Van Meter, who's playing his Legion. Uh, he is... You know, the undisputed master of giving you nothing until he absolutely yes. has to. Right, uh, right. He made a, uh, a minor play mistake in the second round, I believe. He was shifting very far away from Invictus. They didn't want right. to get charged by him, which was right. completely understandable. Yep. Yep. Um, and he was allowed me to not necessarily commit him, and I was able to put him in, we were playing spread the net, into the yep. far square zone and kind of clean that out. Gotcha. Um, so then it ended up, uh, he, he was getting low on time, and he had to try and assassinate me, and he just... Just missed a, yeah. like, like one key roll because I ended up yeah. getting on a hill at the end. So he yeah. missed by like one. Mm -hmm. uh, so then I just went on scenario. We are all very big way. fans of Jake Van Meter around here, undoubtedly. Mm. But given the number of times over the years that he has beaten you and knocked you out of something, I, oh, was, very happy. <laughs> I was very happy that you beat him to win that event. Um, and, and Jake wins everything, so it's not like he's missing and, out. On it's something. fine, and, and <laughs> ooh, we're all still qualified for the the finals, mm -hmm. right? You know, on on Sunday, so that's that was okay. All right, uh, so it was a good time though, for sure. Okay, um, now can we talk about? Uh, we may talk about King of Coins. Now. Okay, so the King of Coins event again, uh, the tried and true folks uh, reviving the old comp old competition. Every store uh, in the Northeast area. Uh, gave out coins for the factions, right? You championed your faction. You could go to lots of different events and play people for their coins. And if you were a coin holder by August 1st, I think was the deadline? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. By August 1st, well, then you made the King of Coins Invitational at Nova. And which coin were you holding, or how many were you holding to go into the event? I, well, you could only hold one coin. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. So I came down there. I think I had the Crooks coin at the time, I want to say. Okay. I think that's right. Yeah. Because I think, I think you and I traded coins. Because mm -hmm. because I I wanted the signal one or right. something like that. Yeah, we we played a game, but since neither of us could win because we both had coins, we just traded. Mm -hmm. oh, no, nice. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so came down there with that. Uh, that was uh it was a great time. Uh, I played uh the, so round one was the I played uh Pete, uh who was also playing Thex Cephalix. Oh no kidding! So mm. we both looked at each other's lists, but we were both playing Thexus and Siphon. We knew it was happening. It was the mirror. It was yeah. Vexus on yeah. Vexus. Oh, Magnus man. with Invictus. Magnus with Invictus. Right. Our lists right. were slightly different. Uh, he did not take the overlords like I did. He had an extra heavy. Okay. Uh, there were a couple differences in solos, but it was very similar, and it was a horrific brain burner. <laughs> because neither of us had played the mirror before, so we spent most of the game going like, "Oh, you could do this, but then I could counter and do that," and right. we knew exactly right. what the other player could do. Uh, so it was it was very difficult. And he's a capable player too. Oh, it's not like he was uh, not like me. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, he knows what his army does when he puts it on the table. Funnily enough, I think the game came down to uh, deployment error on mm -hmm, his part. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Basically, we were playing um, invasion. Okay. So he had a like a low obstruction, which was very good for Thexus to stand behind, and there was a wall. But right in the middle between those two things was an objective. Oh. Um, so his Invictus in the center of the table. Uh, could not use his out-of-turn movement mm -hmm. to go through the objective, mm -hmm. so he couldn't project into the center of the table like mine was. Gotcha. So I was out-threatening him, what right. allowed me to divert to the side and kind of dance mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. from him, um, which allowed me to swing up on attrition and then scenario subsequently. Okay. All right. Um, but it was, it was a good game, for sure. Okay. Uh, then I played uh, Rich and his uh, Storm Legion. He mm -hmm. played Wolf into Thexas. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, Wolf is the bane of my existence. I get <laughs> beat up by Mr. Rabbit regularly with yeah. with Wolf. Yeah. I think I think was this game streamed? This was not streamed. Okay. I de I definitely Ours watched. I think I watched. Yeah, show. I think I watched him play Wolf the round before. Or something. Right. Yes, he played yeah. the round before. I think on the stream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were playing split decision. Uh, it was. Again, another kind of brain birder game because mm -hmm. every time you kill something under his feet, he's chipping away at you with that long gun. Mm -hmm. I was able to mm -hmm. mitigate um, the lights early by using the net guns to knock him down. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, uh, and I did, again didn't commit Invictus till later. I got until I got a good thresher off. Um, but it was it was always a challenge. Uh, at the end of the game, any he can just kill anything he wants. Like Wolf came in there and just beat Invictus to death and stand in the middle of the table right, staring right. at me. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it was attrition victory for me. Uh, I just took him down to the point where he had no model, so he couldn't stop me from winning that scenario. Gotcha, gotcha. That happens a lot with, with uh, 
with the uh, with that faction. Like we're, we're sorry, I'm blanking on the name of the faction. With the Cephalix. Yeah. Thank you, the Cephalix. Yeah. I always feel like that that ha I mean, the, our game today notwithstanding, uh, I feel like frequently when I play that faction, I'm just running out of models to kill stuff with, and there's just so many models on the table. Mm -hmm. It, it's a lot. Of, it's and, a lot of shield guards, and especially yeah, yeah especially yeah. with Exus too, where he's he can move all your models. So you go, oh, why'd you line up your models for that great spray? I'm like, I didn't. You put my models there, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of in in that that list has a combo of a lot of multiple attack generating type things. Yeah. So yeah. being able to blow up the dudes in uh, order to. Get well, everything more, within two inches. And more importantly, that is not attack, so we both right. cannot trigger a feed on that when you yep. blow up one of your own drudges with Mind Burst. And yeah. then the sprays from the overlords. Mm -hmm. Can right. hit multiple models sometimes. Yeah. So. Right. And then you can counter high volume of attacks, you know, if they're ranged attacks, which usually some you know, some amount of high volume attack lists are ranged attacks. Yeah. You have a bunch of shield guards, so you can mitigate those attacks. I can choose way. not to take them and then take the aggressive move if they're low right. on guns and you know. Yeah, so it, it can it can play a lot of models that are also tough and just a little annoying to kill because they yeah, because of that. Yep. Um, and then it can mitigate the volume needed to kill. Yeah, I, I, I know I keep saying this. I just can't wait till the WTC lists come out. Because mm. obviously we'll do a, a, a broadcast talking about what we see in these lists. Mm -hmm. But I just I want to see how many Cephalix, like, Cephalix lists are going to be out there. Mm -hmm. I think they're just a really good dark horse right now. But uh, that's just one man's opinion because I keep getting my nose smashed in by it. Call so. it over and under a four. Four? I think it's going to be more than that. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's a model that's popular enough. Depends. Well, it's tough, it's tough to get, get them, them for sure. I mean, that well, that, them right, that is it, that is an issue, right? Yeah. You can't so, get the monstrosity, monstrosity kits specifically. Yeah, the monstrosity kits are really difficult to find. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you know, you could be a very skilled modeler like Mr. King here and create from uh, what you use as a base for your uh, dire trolls. Dire. Trolls. <laughs> I'm telling you, look at those models. They don't. You don't you know. know. You know exactly what they are. You you don't know that yeah. they're not the actual models. They look good. They do look good. All right, so uh, get. Uh, yeah, round three? three? Uh, round three, I played uh, Robin as Grimkin. Uh, this was streamed on the Ice King stream. Okay. Um, he played the Wanderer, and I once again played Texas. Okay. I'm a bit of a one-trick pony. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like Siphon, but at 75, uh, he's not great. Mm -hmm. um, so I played uh, Spread the Net. Um, it was a pretty solid game. He only had two heavies, though. He had a, a Clockatrice and a Skinamones. Gotcha. Uh, so he... So what rounded out the rest of that list, then? A yeah. lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. Mm -hmm. It was a okay. lot of dudes. Uh, he had several units of dread rots. The the guy the the monkey cart the 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 guys that explode. I'm sorry, I don't like it on the names because it's grim kids. That's right. Um, but the, he has a lot of uh, a lot of dudes in that list. Okay, and uh, how did you pull oh, out the oh and, and the uh, the pumpkin head guy with the scythe? Yeah, as I as I yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, that was a. I went postured very aggressively with Invictus on the center table, and I kept walking him forward, shooting, and then energizing him and TKing him with Texas back four inches after mm -hmm. his turn, mm -hmm. so he could never get more than one heavy on me, because there's a very large house uh, on his mm -hmm. side. Gotcha. Um, and because he couldn't get both heavies on me, he wasn't didn't want to commit and mm -hmm. lose one and then get bullied off the table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, and then because I never ended up having to commit, and I snuck him backwards, and then he went charged over to the far square, and was able to just get in there, just yep. to be annoying, um, and he ran out of models in time. Gotcha. Yeah. So that I I, I watched the streams all day on Saturday. Um, I think that was Saturday, right? It was. It was Saturday. Yes. Yeah. So it was interesting because he played on stream twice, mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting to watch the difference in the two games. Uh, because his first game, I think maybe he played against Storm Legion. I forget exactly what he played against, uh, uh, the Grimkin player. Right. Um, but it was a much different game. And even just in like tone, the game was very different. Not, not in any like, oh, you know, he was ruder. You know, nothing like that. But it was like uh, him playing into that list, he was very confident. And it was like, you know, the markers are going here. It was perfect. You know, like that table, he played on that table. So yeah, there was, was that house, way. which is really good for uh, the Wanderer. Mm -hmm. And like he was able to get star-crossed everywhere. Like it was just kind of a nightmare scenario. And he got multiple um, multiple command cards out. Or like all the, you know, the different trump cards. The Arcana, yeah. The Arcana, yeah. And it was just, it was brutal. Um, and then playing into you, he was much less certain. Like he, he just had a lot. I, I don't think he had experience in the Cephalix. 
And so and, and I kind of gave him the rundown of what my stuff does, yeah. and that sometimes that's scarier than just playing into me. Yes, right. Yes. Uh, because when you think about all the things I can do, it causes a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. right, exactly. So like it took it took him. It almost like it took your opponent out of your opponent his uh, his game. He has the way that he wants to play mm-hmm. with the Wanderer and like be effective in a certain way. And the fact that your guy could threat. How far does Invictus threaten? Just like what's uh, the threat? That's a great question. Yeah, actually. what is the so, threat that so, you so tell? So I, I, t- I tell people all the numbers because it's scary. Exactly. Not, not, not even if it can't happen. Right. Uh, so realistically, the the base number right is he's speed five, charges eight, has a three inch reach, so he threatens eleven. With mm-hmm. Energizer, that's thirteen. With Telekinesis from Texas, that's fifteen. Right. That's nothing special happening. Yep. If I can feed on your model, we're talking seventeen. If you damage Invictus and trigger the Vengeance, we're talking twenty. Right. Will twenty ever happen? No, but you got to think about it. Right. The twenty. <laughs> the twenty is your fault. Yeah. Get in your car, drive home. I'm still gonna have charge range. Too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But but the fifteen is what people. You know, I say, look, realistically, Texas is not gonna be in the middle table. So, realistically, if I'm standing in the middle table, fifteen is a huge threat area. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like with that, that then Invictus is terrifying. Um, especially yeah. that giant three-inch thresher means that he's catching all those infantry models. And do you have savagery? I do, of course. So, I mean, all those tough dread rots just evaporate. And especially when I can push everybody two inches and make yes. that thresher way better than it was supposed to be. Right. Wow. So, in, that, so that list was they, scary they enough. They cleave that center blank when yeah. I put that model out there. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that list was scary enough into, into Grimkin, which I think Grimkin has you know, perfectly fine ways to play into it. Um, but if you, don't, if you don't have the experience... Then you have to play like a much more cautious game, which is exactly what Cephalix wants. Like right. they want to be able to flood to the pick board you apart. and just be annoying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so basically, like he was playing his game the game before, and it showed. So he was yeah. very confident in his in what's going to happen, and it happened. And then he was not confident into this game, and so I think that goes to show that a big part of the game can be identifying what is my game. What is their game, and how do I push them out? Now, I will I will add that I am also not super confident into Grimkin because mm-hmm. they do a lot of nonsense, uh, especially right. with the Arcana. Yes. That, yeah. And I've learned a lot of the times, there's a couple big ones you got to watch out for, mm-hmm. but most of them, they're like, oh, you're going to trigger the one where I get plus one, plus one, or minus one, minus one. I, I don't care. Just just do it. Right. Like, right. you're going to get it. I'm not going to play my game around this. Yeah. So, just, <laughs> in the previous game, um, he... Because this is absolutely a strategy that the Arcana can use, similar to saying, like, oh, well, max threat is 20 inches. And you can tell them why it is, but if they if that 20 inches sticks in right. their but mind... But until I do it, that's the only time I can do that, right? Right, right exactly. But if you, if, you're, but if that 20 inch sticks in their mind, right. then they're like, okay, i got to respect that threat. But they don't. They don't. That yeah. would be their fault. There's no yep. way of, like, pushing a shot to him. So, like, mm-hmm. their fault. Similarly... Um, the Arcana cards are going to be played where it's like, oh, if you char- like an example is in that game, it was, oh, if you charge, I can play this card, which will reduce your speed, uh, and like maybe that guy can't charge. I forget exactly what the Arcana does. Um, oh, the, but, the Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. yeah Labyrinth. Yeah. But you have to remember, okay, now he's used that card. So like maybe I don't want to, but maybe I do, because then later in the turn, uh, he hasn't used Labyrinth, and he was therefore able to use the one that's like minus one to hit and damage or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like... He can tell you he could use it, and it might be worth triggering anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like it limits his ability. Because like he effectively stopped you from charging, without having to use it. Yeah, arcana, a lot of times right? they are. A lot of times the arcana, the longer you can hold on to them, the better they are. Exactly. So like if you can get them to spend them, like that, that's you know that's yeah. the option. It's like okay, sure. Do you want to? Yeah. Like you told me you could. Do you want to though? Yeah. For- so like. Stuff for, like that. Force a choice when they're not ready to make it. Exactly. About. And, and it's, it's, it's similar to like a shield guard, right? Where yeah. it's like, oh, I could just shield guard that shot. It's like you could, but and then that shield me, guard dies. And if you don't shoot me, I don't have to make that shield guard, and I can right. ask you the same question next turn. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we, we've, been on, uh, we've been on this particular topic of a pretty long time for us. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to get us to the end of Nova. Sure. Um, so that was, you wound up the king of coins. I wound up the king of coins. Uh, big so, stack. Yep. Big stack of coins for you. And what does that mean for the king of coins invitational next year? What does it mean for the game club? Uh, okay. So basically I got my initials going to be engraved on the mercenary coin for next year. Outstanding. And Maplewood uh, Hobby, since that is my home store, will yep. be uh, get first pick of the coins that are allocated to them. In next year's, uh, like and let me just say right now that cycle. you get to pick the three. You get to tell us what three we get to play with because you, sir, are the king of coins. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. So then you played in Masters on the last day, and uh, real quick, just sure, r- uh, real so, fast. So brief summary: uh, I played round one, uh, Legion to Texas, uh, seven one win on spread the net uh, into Vale, 
Uh, and then the second round, I played the Ice King again. Mm-hmm. This time he knew my nasty trick. I tried to play Siphon into his Orgoth. He played a much tighter game, did not give me uh, any good opportunities to uh, fish out his battle group. And uh, I feeded kind of ineffectually, uh, was, and he uh, jumped me up real hard. I tried to assassinate him, didn't work out. That's all she wrote. All right. But I was, uh, so I got to go home early, which <laughs> was fine with me because it was a long drive. <laughs> yes, yes, I bet it was. Right. Right, now, so, actually, so real quick, I want to just call back to s- stuff that we've talked about internally, and I believe on the podcast, but, like, the fact that that one game made a huge difference, right? So, historically, talk has been made about, like, play 50 games, and oh, then yeah. you'll be good, yeah, right? It's yeah. like, eh, you yeah. can play one game and gain, like, 50% yes. skill. You know, yes. you learn a lot from that. So, yeah. newer players, don't feel like you have to play 50 games with the same list to get good with it. That's right. You can play three games with it, and suddenly you realize, oh, I've unlocked all this potential. You know, stuff like right. that. Like, well, it's a law of diminishing returns, right? Yeah, How exact. much you really learn on game 15, 20, 25, right. you know, the, the, the percentage of what mm-hmm. you learn is much, much smaller. Mm-hmm. So just a couple things I want to say about Nova before we go off this topic. Uh, i got to say, all the pictures, all, everything I saw over the weekend, those tables looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything looked amazing. You, I know you want to talk about defenses a little bit, too. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, so, how, so did you see a lot of defenses at Nova? It was a hard fifty percent of players. Okay. Mm. And do you feel that they have a, an impact on the table? Certainly, uh, I think they do. And then, especially at seventy-five, where people were a little cautious about taking the Sappers card. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it was it was it was a tough call, right? Yeah. Um, so I felt like it was a hard 50% taking them. The thing about the Nova, too, is uh, there was a lot of... The tables looked beautiful, mm-hmm. having three terrain, but there was a lot of obst- like large obstructions, specifically houses, because okay. to uh, when you're talking about 3D terrain, a lot of times you know, you're like, well, I have my forest with removable trees or whatever. I have a wall. But then the house is really the big sticker, right? There's yeah. mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. a lot of other... Uh, there's, a, there's some variety you can do, but three hills are difficult to move across, which they had some, but uh, there was a lot of houses. So between that, the objectives between other walls, like it was difficult to place. Mm. Interesting. Uh, the defenses sometimes. Gotcha. Something else I did get from watching the stream, uh, it might not have been, might not have been the Grimkin player, but they specifically took on that table. They had defenses. One of the players had defenses, and they took the barrel. Um, the explosive barrel, because he, he when, defenses. You, when you chuck it at a guard tower, everybody in the guard tower takes that damage. Wow. So it's a good solution to guard towers. If you just mm. pop that barrel right in front of it, and you're like, all right, go in there, and then I'm going to have my guy, he's going to throw the barrel at the tower, and you'll take power 14s or whatever. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so just like everybody gets hit by it. Oh, that's good tech. Yeah, nice. so it's it's a, especially um, if you know that like the crowd has towers that yeah. are going to put on yeah. tables. Yeah. So what I, what I was going to say, thank you, for, by the way, for jumping in with the, uh, um, the defenses. What I was going to say was the gentleman who runs the store here at Maplewood, uh, mostly a, uh, uh, a historics player or a 40K player. You know, they, they play lots and lots of different games. And he knew a lot of people who were at Nova. And apparently people were coming back from Nova, non-war machine players, telling him that those war machine tables looked amazing. It looked like those guys were having so much fun because they had 30 players. They had 30 players, a little more, I think, at... Um, at Nova for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And every day there were multiple events. Um, and there was a narrative event going on all weekend long. Uh, on Saturday. Oh, Saturday was the big one. Saturday was the big one. Uh, so I guess here's my point. Of course, what do we see all over Facebook? Oh, look, only nine players in that event. Oh, look, only 11 players in that event. And it, it, it just, it frustrates me. Right? Well, it frustrates me. It doesn't me. tell the whole story. It doesn't tell the whole story. Right. Right, because, you know, you had... Uh, you know, you had the uh, let's for instance Saturday. Let's take that for instance, right? Yeah. So you had the King of Coins Invitational Qualifier going on, right? Mm-hmm. You had the WTC Sparring Arena, mm-hmm. uh, which had a couple of players that are gonna be in the world's teams just showing up, play uh, games with whoever you know, take all comers kind of things, get sure. some practice in. Yeah. And there was the narrative event, which was right. also pretty well attended, and they had some great terrain for the narrative table. So yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, I heard. Um, Saw. Yeah, some really cool pieces you can get away with when you're doing narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means they had three different events going on simultaneously, Yep. Uh, which you know spread the players, obviously, because not everyone's interested in the same yep. thing. Um, but yep. everybody got kind of what they wanted to do. Yeah, just, you know what, just stop. Everyone stop. Stop looking at the numbers of people in an event and declaring that something is good or bad or whatever. Because every little bit of feedback uh, that I have heard... Mm-hmm. Is nothing but great stuff, mm. and I can't say that that's always the case. And you know, and perhaps this is a bit of a selfish reason on my part, um, but I also 
don't mind not having 45 players in a qualifier. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> sure, the five-rounders uh, to go to 11 p.m. killed me. Yeah. Right. Killed yeah. me. And you know what? I, I love getting out at a reasonable time and getting dinner at all the various places in D.C. to get dinner. You know? Like yeah, it was, right. Yeah. It was, uh, just don't walk there. But yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> just don't walk there. <laughs> oh, it was fine. But it was, it was fine. It was a very nice area. Um, but it was, you know, it was... Um, that so, kind of experience, I think, is, is sometimes worth it. The uh, like the convention experience, right? It's when you go get to experience the area. It's not right. you just socialize with people. It's not all about just playing the game you're there for. Right. What, what's that card game that everybody uh, jumped off of to? Uh, was that like Blood and Ice, Fire and Oh, Snow I know what you're talking about. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, know, I don't know. I know is it Flesh and Blood? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Flesh so and Bone. So Flesh and Flesh and Bone. No, no, I think no? it's Flesh and Blood. Okay. So Flesh and Blood sucks. Okay. Because at their tournament, they only had about forty players. And Magic had four thousand. Right. So clearly, right. yeah, right, yeah. clearly, it's a thousand times. Those forty people worse. just hated their life because right. the Magic tournament had four thousand. Yeah, I, I think that is a great point, King. About like, yeah, it's it it doesn't have to be these five round juggernaut events or even longer good yeah. events, right? Like, yeah, the it, longest event I remember was an Iron Mountain Cup. Well, that was also yeah. for seven rounds in one day. Oh, yeah. awful. that sounds awful. And that's, awful. and that's also like you gotta remember the, you know, that's because everyone's playing in one event. If you have multiple events that allow people, mm-hmm. you can play multiple small shorter events yep. because you spread the players. Well, that's so, why, yeah, yeah. So according say, to what, what they want to play, the big base brawl, mm-hmm. uh, which Minority Report podcast just can't seem to get the name of that event correct, mm. uh, and what they keep saying. Well, I expect them to correct themselves. They, every time they get something wrong about the Booker Brawl, and they say, oh, we'll fix it next time, Seth, they don't. They're like three women. They'll never admit they're wrong. Oh, God, it's terrible. They're worse than me. But I digress. Mm. Um, you know, we, we, we said, oh, well, no one wants to play five rounds all day long, so we break it up into smaller pods, right? Yep. And it's, in, uh, you know, like this year at the um, uh, at Captain Con, right, where we're doing an unlimited event and we're doing a regular steamroller. And there was a conversation about, well, are we truly getting the very best of the competitive everything into Masters on Sunday? And we got to a point where we were like, okay, it, it's okay that we don't. Mm-hmm. It's okay that we don't. Everyone should be playing everything that they want to play all weekend long and have a chance to walk into Masters. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, if it's, if it's um, you know, it's well, that person wasn't playing in a truly competitive event, well, then they're going to have a real short morning. Right. Yeah, yeah they'll get filtered. I mean, I mean yeah. but you remember, like, they'll talk about slogs, right? The New England team tournament, Capticon, Jesus, oh, yeah. with the, the three-man oh, tournament. It started eight in the morning, and you were there. If you were there for, you were there. We were there. I remember uh, Steve and I were on a team. We were there 11 o'clock at night because yeah. we were doing well like idiots. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know. And we, <laughs> but not too well. Well, not yeah. too well. Right? Because yeah. we, we came in second. Correct. We yeah. submarined our way to Correct. victory. It but was the problem. Awesome. The problem is we had to stay in the entire time. So we, but yeah. it's like 11.30 at night. There is nowhere to get food. Right. No. You know, like yeah. everything's closed. And you spent the entire day doing it. Maybe you had a lunch break if you played quickly. It was right. rough. Yeah. And that kind of, it, it definitely sours the overall experience. Cause yes. Then your games aren't really as fun. You're right. just not having as much fun. And then it fun. became about could I? It, remember when the well, you, uh, you need the chance to decompress. Yes. Yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah. You need time to reflect. Well, this year for the t- for the team event at Captain Con, we're going to make it German style, so it mm-hmm. adds a little bit of time. But I think also, uh, since we cap the event at sixteen teams, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. You're and not going to go more than four. Yeah. That's also the beauty of pods. Yeah. So I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of pods. Me too. Yeah. I know some people real like person. Yeah, they think pods and they're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, the, the issue they have with pods So JVM is... never gets to play against whoever. X, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, oh, what's his name I want to say? Nick Waters? No, never. Um, no, uh, he used to live here in New Jersey. Um, captain of a WTC team, and I, I love the kid. Um, Gosh, he's, this is he's great. Only, he's only this tall, and he lives in Arkansas now, but he used to be from Jersey. Oh, Nate. Nate, thank you. Sorry, Nate. Love he doesn't you. live in Arkansas. Okay, the Arkansas on. thing is the thing that got it for me. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He does kind of live in Arkansas. Does he? Yeah. He's lived, in, actually he's lived all over the country. I get it wrong. He lives so. uh, or St. Louis or something. Because he lives very close to... Uh, it doesn't whatever. matter. Please continue with your thoughts. It doesn't matter. So people would be like, oh, well, you know, Nate was in that pod and JVM was in this pod. So they kind of <clears throat> were the two strongest people in their pod. And I'm just making this up, obviously. And they won't necessarily get to play each other until the final. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Theoretically, in another standard type pairing tournament situation, they could have gotten paired up round one. Mm-hmm. And one of them just would have been in the Look, random is random is random. I think that's the best way to right. do it. Yeah, I agree. But, I but agree. the pods are still... No, but pods are better because they yeah. shorten the lifespan of the tournament. Yeah, is, and, and I think if if anything has... If we've learned anything, like we're just watching WTC players 
just watching these games. Like there, there is a there's a style player that loves going five rounds and, look, and more you, power to it. You guys want to do that at the end of the tournament, and you, there was no true winner, and you guys want to play a shadow round at the end of the tournament. Knock yourselves out. But how right. leaving? You know, <laughs> right. but. I think these kinds of long days, these long games, playing the same list 50 times, most people will burn out. You do yeah. burn out. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, I used to love the uh, the advice that the competitive players would give in Mark II. Uh, make sure you have a, a, a whole grain bar with oh, yeah. you. And make sure you have a little thing to have snack on. Cashews. Make sure you have some yep. water. And make sure... It's like... I, these aren't marathons. No, they are marathons. They were marathons. marathons. It was an endurance contest. Yeah. It, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't even about playing War Machine at that point. I also brought my utility bucket that I put a toilet seat on top <laughs> yeah, of. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I, I absolutely. I sit down when it's not my turn. I did not yeah. used to do that. I do that now. You just what, sit down. What, was, uh, what the hell is the 35-point format that you and I invented that other people took credit for? Um, Raw Machine? Yeah. It was yeah. We were pre brawl machine. We were talking like low I remember. Point so I have a new format. They just beat, they beat you to the to the publication. Yes, yeah. they really did. And they did a great job. Absolutely they sure. Better uh, than so I have a new format that you and I can create. Okay. Since, Sit machine. Since we're creators of format. Right, right. <laughs> no, Sit it's um, it's uh it's called the Augie <laughs> format. Ooh. So all it is, is you theory. win. It's so right, you, it's no, theory. you write. So you just write stuff on index cards and like. So I'm gonna play this. And you'd put it down, and be like, so I, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna win because look how great this list is. And you'd be like, no, I can easily counter that with this. And you, it's the other press throws that, and whoever wins the argument wins the game. You can knock out a but match. But wait, I have stealth, and just put that. 15, on 20 minutes. I think you can, you can win a game. This, this does remind me of um, different like microtransactions in video games and stuff, where sure. it's like, oh, this is for people who don't actually like playing games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's right. how you can play the game, but you can just pay to not well, play the game. Well, let's be honest. Everybody's favorite part of these type of games is the Theory Machine. Yeah. Honestly, everybody loves Theory Machine. So my way just, it's like, no, Theory Machine is the game. That's okay. it. This is the game. I, I will so say, though, so that now you'll create a Theory Machine format we can publish it. So Correct. So I will say... Hypothetically the strongest player in that format. Right. <laughs> right. I will say, though, that if, if, like, the pandemic proved anything, it's that, like, as much as Theory Machine is great, and I do think it is one of the things that keeps the game going. It's what makes the game like a lifestyle game where it's like, oh yeah, I think about the game, like I want to play the game, blah, blah, blah. Um, I still got to play the game. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I think we'll create a theory machine format and then theoretically people can get prizes. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a theoretical tournament. I mean, it's like, it's theoretically, like, very big prize. Boca Brawl this year. Yeah. Theory, machine. theory machine. We're doing it's it. it. You just sit on stage and argue with Arthur for an hour. <laughs> right, exactly. <And> then, <laughs> right. Boom. Whoever wins the argument wins that, the game. That will yeah. require you to admit when you've lost an argument. Is that going to happen? Yeah. All right. You used to have these all the time in Magic. And then you knew you beat the blue player when he just said, I'll, I'll just counter it. Like, no, 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 no. Because you can't, you can't rely that you'll even have that card in your hand. But, you know, that, yeah. that's how you knew you won. All right, fellas. I want to talk a little bit about Fluff. Uh, the, because along with Magnus and Invictus, uh, those super cool models that came out came with Fluff along with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you read it there, Mr. Mm-hmm. Rabideau. Did you read it, Mr. King? You did not read it, Mr. Read King. It. And Arthur, I'm sure you did not read it. I did not read it. I did read something, but not that. Okay. How do you feel about... Um, Carver, the pig caster. Yeah, you I, like him? I, I know who he is. Um, I, I love the fact that he just makes fun of humanity. Mm-hmm. And he talks did, in the third thinks, person. Did yeah, you know that? Oh, yeah. well, there's nothing wrong with talking in the third person yeah. if you're truly a douche. Yeah, well, <laughs> well uh, I hope you weren't too attached to him because now he's dead. Who killed him? Uh, Magnus. Magnus killed him. And, and almost trivially. You yeah, know, just it, was, it was yeah, just kind that of makes sense. I mean, he's a pompous, arrogant asshole. Yeah. Anyway, so I will like, say, Invictus basically got scrapped in that fight. Yeah, yeah. He got he got kind of run over by mm-hmm. a by a uh, whatever that pig battle engine is called. Oh, the meat thresher. Meat, meat thresher. thresher. He got run yeah. into by a meat thresher. Yep. Oops. Got well, I'll tell you. Over. I gotta say, I thought. I mean, from a, from a, a reader's perspective, I thought it was well written. I liked the flow of the the the, the story. I thought it was well written. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, retroactive spoiler alert. Yeah, well, I think we kind of put it out there that anytime we talk about fluff, there's going to be spoilers. I so, suppose. Yeah. You know, Retroactive so, yeah. spoiler alert. Um, but Stop uh, listening a minute ago. Right. <laughs> I suppose I could always go back. We in and thought put you in knew you should have paused. Yeah. Right. I can That's how much it, we respect. I'll put it in a disclaimer. Or maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. We've talked about it before. When we talk about fluff, we're probably going to spoil something. Um, but so they presented Magnus as this war weary dude. 
Now, I love Magnus as a character. In the very first war Prime, in the original Prime, there's a little thing from him about how, you know, you need to, this, this world needs to be brutal. We need, you know, we need control. We need, like, all these things. Like, he's always been that dude from the beginning, right? And then he's going to stab, uh, what's his name, in the back and uh, run off and be a traitor and he's going to uh, work for Vintner and he's going to try to get Vintner to come you know, come back and take the throne. But then Vintner betrays him. So he's like, all right, I'm going to find somebody else. He finds Vintner's uh, illegitimate son. son, right? Rises him up, gets everyone together, creates this perfect situation where Vintner is fighting um, the cigar caster that he stabbed in the back. Why can't I think of Stryker? Right, it's it's Vintner and Stryker, and he sneaks up behind Vintner, splashes him with this you know well researched special potion that cancels out the magic on Vintner's armor, and then uh, uh, Stryker is able to kill Vintner. Down goes the tyrant. I thought this was an amazing story storyline, gone through the twenty years of the game right to get him to that point, and now they presented him as um, I just got to keep fighting. I don't know what else to do, and I thought that that really didn't fit. As well written as that story was, I didn't think it, it fit with the character. It doesn't. Be, right, because he was like, okay, I've got this end game in mind, and he was successful, and he got there. Well, Magnus was a purist, right? So technically, Stryker threw a coup, or led a coup, mm -hmm. to overthrow Vintner. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then Magnus being yeah. the type that's like, no, Vintner's right, uh, is the rightful leader. Also the best leader for us. He thought oh, yeah, the I'm going, to, I'm going to help him get yeah. back into power. Right. Uh, and then obviously they lost. Yeah. So then Magnus becomes a traitor. Yep. And then runs off to the school. Well, he was a traitor originally because he stabbed uh, uh, Stryker in the back and ran off to be with Vintner. That's why they called him the traitor. He didn't like Leto. He thought Leto was weak, and he right. was going to go bring back strength to Signar. He was a patriot, but they called him a traitor. That was the tragic arc of his of his character. Right. Sure. Happens when you lose. But then he was <laughs> winners get to write the. Right That's right. Winners get to name themselves. But then he was back. In the Signal Graces, mm -hmm. when they were defending Lael, or trying to take back Lael from Kador. Right, and and um, I just I didn't see it. I don't see this relentless. Well, you could say he's tired of. He's always he's always part of something about overthrowing of revolution. But, but and, I guess he had know. a lot of years of not having to fight. I just didn't see it. Well, so I think. To me, I, I actually kind of like the characterization because I think it, it adds a little more depth to like his <laughs> motivations. Mm -hmm. And so, his like the way that the the storyline goes now, it's not exactly clear when because he's a merc again, like right. he's not Signar anymore. Right. Like, but it's not exactly clear when he left the mm -hmm. surface. Mm -hmm. um, but the Signar the Signarin fluff is um, they basically got COVID. Right, yes. like yeah. a disease swept through Signar, and Julius yeah. got it. Yep. And uh, spoiler alert, he died mm -hmm. um, recently. In the that's the only thing that I don't fully understand because like he died recently as of because like the that's part of the um, the story of Dead on Arrival is the the Dusk casters are coming out to be to pay respects and yeah. they they t they say to Wolf, hey, we're here to pay respects to your king, and he's like, hang on, what are you talking about? And then yeah. he gets a message that he's died. Right. Um, but. It makes sense to me that, like, all this effort to get the rightful heir back on the throne, and he just dies. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he just killed by a disease. Like, right, he doesn't even right. die in bat. Like, he's just, like... All of his machinations, all of his strategies, undone. all of his plans, and then boom. Random chance. Random uh, chance. Undone. Yeah, I, just, and, I don't know if they invented penicillin in there. Anything, I'm saying, yeah. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um... Or even yeah. aspirin, for that matter. Right, yeah. So, like, we he know they has invented this, sharks. That's all we know. Like, he spent, you know, however many decades of his life with this, like, drive and this goal. And in in order in service of that, he was constantly at war. Like, he was the warlord, right? Yeah. Like, he was, he was fighting. He was amassing power. He was, like, doing all this stuff in service of that. And then he did get stabbed in the back by Vinter. He got stabbed in the back by life. You know, like, his, his protege dies. Like... All this stuff, and he has just nothing left, right? Nothing except fighting, right? Like, which is what he's been it, doing, and all he knows he was, anymore. He was like, with Striker like against the uh, with, with the Kador thing, and then Striker died too. So I guess everybody right. like, just dies. It's just kind of like, depressed at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't have a cause anymore, right? That, and that's exactly yeah. what he's portrayed as. Yeah. Is he, he is like the the rebel without a cause, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. have a cause anymore because like. Signar, he's just like whatever now on Signar. Well, but also it struck me that um, he loves um, killing pigs. Yeah, time, right. I guess uh, likes his bacon. Yeah. Well, the other Signar uh, quasi merc was there too. Um, 
Kane. Kane. Yeah. And Kane was so nonchalant. The, uh, the uh, so... audience can't see your finger guns. What's that? <laughs> right. <laughs> the finger guns. No they for the audio. clearly <laughs> implied guns all over the by the words when, that I when, am using. Wait, when you say the, the guy... Oh, Kane, and then they all see you just doing finger guns in they your head. Totally <laughs> do, they totally do. I'm going to get messages about great finger guns on that cast set. Pew, pew. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, right. Anyway, he seemed almost too nonchalant, is my point. Like, you know, oh, like, oh, this is so amusing. Oh, here's this major uh, Horde's warlord that you're going to casually kill. Ha, 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 look at that. And I didn't love that part either. Like, like They don't know how to do his character. They, they had to kill seemed, off a lot of people at the yeah. end, though. So. I guess, Which I like. I hope they just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, it was, it was a long time in the, in the Privateer Press, or the War Machine flop, I should say, that they couldn't kill anybody. No, right. Like, just all characters had plot armor. Yep. Yeah. The 10 meters thing. The classic, like, yeah, the classic, like, oh, they get together, they fight, nobody dies, though. Yeah. yeah I, I gotta say, as much as I, I mean, I'm a Mark One guy, right? I loved the fluff that came with every character. I loved the continuing story. But at some point, I don't know, uh, Steve King, you were reading this stuff back at the beginning. They used to have to try to find excuses to have every faction involved in a fight, mm-hmm. right? They, or, or they would split it into here are the two major events, so everyone's involved in Correct, the fight. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't involve absolutely everybody. Um, but I, I, I did. I liked the story. I'm picking it apart. What's, you know, that's any, but, anything when you talk about. Any world that has geographic issues, right? Yeah. Now, like there are certain things, like for instance, you know, sci-fi, you get away with that, right? Because they're like, oh, well, they're all coming to this planet for some right. reason or another. Right, right, but right. But when any any some some any factions are limited by their geography, mm-hmm. they just wouldn't participate in certain events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so one more thing I want to talk about before we call it a cast is we saw some art for some new. Kador Cadre stuff, mm-hmm. right? And some rules. And some rules. So, can someone speak with any kind of authority on what a cadre is? Well, so it's not super clear exactly what it is, right? Yeah. But I will say this: I think most people that are like saying, "Oh, it could be this, could be that," I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Here's what I think it is, and I think based on what they've said and sort of their motivations, like I think this is what it is. Cadres are just more models for your army. Yep. That's it. Yep. The reason that they're separately identified is so that there can be a cadre box that sits on the shelf. Well, I think also... And you find that box and it's you're more over, your you're stuff. You're Now, I don't think... I've seen like people post, like, I don't think it's going to be something where it's like, oh, you have to take the whole cadre in your army. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. You can pick and choose individual models. I agree. Um, yeah, sure. It's they, just they, like they they're are, more... They're, like, they're almost they're like faction, friendly faction they're, they're faction mercenaries. The best way to put it. Yes. So, yes. That's so a they good, only yes. work for Kador. Yep. Yeah. In, in case of for the ones that we're talking about now, and it's like if you have your Winter Guard army, you're like I'm gonna add in these mercenary cadre models, which, whatever. And then you're the same the Kador. I'm using these cadre. I'm Kador using these models. cadre Kador models. And then on the other hand, someone else might be like, oh, I'm running Manowar, so I'm gonna run these cadre Kador right, models. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they're exactly. basically just a part of every list. Yeah. yeah, without now, being a part of any yes. particular list. Now so, I will say, I think they are going to be like they're Mark IV limited. Or yeah, I, like, I agree. It's, it's, it's probably going to happen. They're not going to mix. With, yeah, with the next Cator yeah, army, they'll. But, yeah. They don't mean they, they have to make six well, less units now. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. that but, would actually save some of the. You old remember bars. what I've said before? Yeah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, but, uh, but, but they did also. I'm just I don't know if you not. noticed in the. There is a chance. I don't know if you noticed in the the solicitation. They did say what the name of the new Kador Mark yes, IV is. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. So Old Umbre. Old Umbre. Yeah. So that means we're going to get cavalry back. We're Seems likely. Get, we're going to get Mark IV cavalry. They're going to trick you all to Menoth Army. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope they don't go back it, to it. It is. It's probably going to be like similar to um, what the hell is that called? Warriors the, of the Old Faith. Yeah. 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 Warriors of the Old Faith. Well, look, as long as it's not such a obvious. Okay, please pick from the following three armies and make a new army. I'll be, I'm fine with it. If mm-hmm. They want to have a Menite. No, no, Umbre it'll army. be yeah. yeah. yeah they I'm have okay. a unit that's thematically like yeah. a priest. Well, or the, like the, the weird thing is, cool. technically, Umbre is like a major territory of Cador, mm-hmm. yes. right? And mm-hmm. so it has its own culture and it was yes. it's probably its own country, kind of like Ukraine. Yes, right. It's yeah. really Russia, but you know they call it Ukraine. Well, it'd be now. more like more like the uh, the 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 uh, sorry. Not, I'm going to say Cossacks, but it's the Conan world's version of those people. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Cossacks? No, 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 no. It's not important. Anyway, point is, um, I'm looking forward to these models. I, we only saw the cartoon renderings. The 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 um, we don't have actual How models do you feel to look at yet. Arthur, 
Did you see the rules that they talked about? I, I saw like who had what uh, some abilities. Yeah, so I, that I caster. Remember, I don't remember a ton of them. She looked decent. So that caster has the rendering. They, t- they gave three spells. Yep. Um, tactical supremacy. It's probably all of them since she probably has two racks. Yeah, right, and yes. then probably a couple, one or two racks lots. Yep. Tactical supremacy. Uh, Energizer. Yep. And synergy. Yep. Yeah, it's a rough combo. That's a great combo right there. Especially if she can pull from the Winterkar rack, which I imagine she can. Right. Yep. So then you're talking, you have also superiority access. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That looks really good. I, do, do you think those are 80 millimeter uh, models? No. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely they look not. really Probably good. Probably 50. Okay. I would say 50. I'm just asking. They look yeah. huge. I mean, the other Mana War are 50, so. Yeah, that, you know. No. Mana War are 40. No, the, the, oh, the tankers. The new, the new one. The tankers are 50. Yeah, the, yeah. Tankers. the new Mana War. Um, yeah, these look a little bit big. Uh, you know, speculating could be completely um, wrong. One of the guys has like a harpoon fist, and yeah. if he's on a large base, that means he's harpooning in. I don't see uh, harpoon jacks. Are you saying uh, that one? I, or is that no, a, that's no. a pneumatic yeah, spike. Yeah, please point right? to the picture that no one on the radio can see. That one right there. That's a harpoon. Yeah, right. yeah they know. Um, they know what you're. Playing. And it was confirmed oh, it that it was a harpoon. Okay. okay, so he has a harpoon and a mace. Yeah, so he has an energy fist and a club. And, and I, I think, think they talked about that guy, the harpoon guy, also having like jack hunter and stuff. Like he's meant yes. to kill wards. Oh, nice. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. All right, well, looking they look forward cool. to that. You know what? That's true. Then they probably will be on 50s because uh, otherwise Harpoon doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. I, you know, I'm really hoping since Dust came out and, uh, you know, we also got our Brine Bloods at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they're they're kind of really pushing through this this backlog, this production mm-hmm. delay, and they're, they're going to be on to closer on time with things. Yep, that would be um, exciting. That would be really exciting. Uh, you know, I've heard a rumor or two that we're, you know, the, uh, the second boxes for both those armies are going to be out, like, Kind of much sooner than people expect. It seems like production has been on an uptick. Absolutely, yep. um, and I'm definitely just actually I'll save it for my final thought. Okay, uh, so speaking of that, I think it is. Uh, we've been broadcasting now for one hour and six minutes, so I think it's time to call it a cast. So I'm going to ask everyone for. I like how you did the math in your head about cutting out that large chunk where Arthur was just screaming the whole time. <laughs> I do what I can for the public good. So that didn't happen, folks. <laughs> So uh, let us move on to our closing thoughts here. Start off with Mr. Rabideau. What do you think? Uh, I'm optimistic, honestly, about the, you know, seeing what happened at Nova, watching the streams, like the, the models coming out, the, the Brian Blood models, I love them. Yeah. They're great. Good quality. One piece. Like, excellent stuff. Um, so I'm very optimistic for the future of this game. You know, at this moment, things are looking wide open. All right, Mr. Mr. Continelli. You are narcissistic selfish, self-centered, and therefore a horrible human being, which I always knew you were, but now it's official. Have you been talking to my wife? No. All right. So uh, my whole segment has just been erased. And no, we're not going to backtrack and do it now. We're going to just save it for another week. We sure are. Mr. King, you have any... no idea what I'm talking about. That's I do. How... You forgot to do your top five. That's you, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Worst ex-girlfriend ever. Go ahead, Mr. King. Any closing thoughts? Uh, I'm just going to have to go with the final thought of uh, I had a great time at Nova and I hope to see more people there next year. Outstanding. All right, well, this is Seth Cohen (laughs) saying that if all you look for is a negative, that's all you're going to see.